Hi, you're listening to Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Every. We hope you enjoy our monstrous mash-up of spooky segments. Hey Creeps, Rick here once again. Wanted to give another shout-out to uh, our friend Ro Dakota's podcast, Things We Do Not Speak Of. It is described as a podcast about what happens when you go out looking for monsters and actually find them. Um, I've really, really enjoyed listening to the the five episodes or so that have been out uh, since last October. Um, Ro is incredibly thoughtful and engaging and entertaining. And to top all of that off, uh, her voice is like a warm blanket. So check it out. Um, You can find things we do not speak of on Facebook. Uh, most podcatchers, I believe, and I know you won't be disappointed with her excellent use of sentence enhancers. And please, creeps, uh, remember to keep it spooky. Welcome to Creeps at the Movies. I'm Walter. I'm Tanya. And we're going to be talking about Hulu's original movie, 2022, Fresh. Yes. Tanya. Yes. (laughs) Before we take a bite out of this movie. (laughs) Let's chew the fat a little. (laughs) Let's chew the fat a little bit. How was your day? It was okay. It was good. It was busy. It's the last week of school, so... I'm, Excellent. Uh, doing a lot. Work. Yeah. Watching movies. Uh, yes. Not sleeping. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. We have a uh, outage going on at the plant, so overtime is completely crazy. My schedule's all whack. Sucks. So, yeah. No, uh, no rest for the uh, for the for wicked, wicked. Unfortunately. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> all right, Tanya. So why don't you start us off with cast. Yes. Of the movie Fresh. Okay. All right. Well, um, you guys will know the main, I probably know the main character in the movie. Uh, it is Sebastian Stan, and he plays Steve. And Sebastian Stan, it, for people who love Marvel, is the Winter Soldier. He is Bucky Barnes from Captain America, and he was in, you know, Black Panther and stuff like that. But yeah, he's, right. he's a big Marvel dude. And he has a completely different sort of character in this movie. I absolutely love this character in this movie. I do too, actually, which is scaring me because I'm I'm feeling sorry for axe murderers and serial killers, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, what has Walter done to me? So, <laughs> but the uh, girl that plays the main character looks a lot like Dakota Johnson, which is Don Johnson's daughter, was in uh, Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, Yeah, she looks a lot like her. Her name is Daisy Edgar Jones. She plays Noah. Excellent character as well. Yes, she is. Great chemistry between uh, her and Sebastian. Yes. Yes, there was. Um, They look like they should be together. And there's also her best friend is Molly. She has a big part in it. Her name is mm-hmm. Jonica T. Gibbs, and everybody else is like minor characters, barely in the right. movie, uh, including the guy that Molly likes named Paul, who is a wimp, and the the first <laughs> first time he thinks there's any danger, he's out of there. Don't care. I'm gone. Bye. He's seen too many horror movies to know better. Yes. You know? He's like, I'm out. Yep. So he's out of there. <laughs> so yeah, that's the cast of the movie. Uh, now you tell me the summary. So, Fresh... Uh, is a comedy thriller horror uh, directed by Mimi Cave in her directorial debut. uh, Screenplay was written by Lauren Kahn. Basically, the movie starts with Daisy character uh, Noah on a date. She's, uh, you know, just a horrendous date. 
you know, she's using it's a horrible date. <laughs> yeah, horrible date. She's you know, she's worse luck striking out. Yeah. Um she's kinda gotten disillusioned with the whole dating thing. And then, you know, she's out buying groceries and she bumps into Sebastian Stan's looking character, hot Steve, who just <laughs> sweeps her off her feet. With uh, cotton candy grapes. <laughs> cotton candy grapes, corny pickup line. Which he gave I her candy. All- Never take yeah. candy from uh, strangers. You never take candy from strangers, Tanya. No. Um, and that can relate with you know the corny pickup lines because that's how I picked up my wife as well by trying to convert a a spoon into a fork. But um, <laughs> you know, but she still laughs about. Uh, but you know, it apparently worked. Apparently, yeah. I mean, we're going strong almost uh, eighteen years together, so I must be doing something right. Yay. Tonight, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so it's kind of like a whirlwind uh, romance. Uh, yeah, and again, very whirlwind. Uh, I thought, <laughs> yeah, again, I thought the, both both actors showed a really great chemistry. I mean, you, you kind of feel that they, this was an actual couple, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could see <laughs> so, them actually getting together. Yeah, yeah. Make a long story short, she discovers that Steve. Isn't really, you know, who he's, you know. The cute, nice guy. That, yeah, he's not the guy next door. The cute, nice doctor know? that she thought right. he was. He is cute and a doctor. <laughs> he, he's a doctor. And yeah, he's cute. you're absolutely right. <laughs> but, you know, he's running a food delivery service. So Out of speak. his house. Like, like Hello Fresh and all the other different ones. Uh, you know, for people who uh, have, you know, interesting tastes. Yes. Seeing people. A very weird palate. <laughs> yeah. So you know he's a he's a cannibal. Yes, and uh, you he know supplies two other cannibals. Right, apparently the whole subsect of people in the you know and uh, that he caters to. Yes, and she unfortunately, among others that you'll meet in this movie, that are being held captive, and are slowly being eaten. Yeah, yeah, and um, he is, which this is worse if you ask me. Because he's keeping them around, and he's keeping them, they, I mean, besides the fact that she's, you know, chained up, they're nice rooms. <laughs> I was going to say, I've been to, I actually paid money the, yeah, and slept in worse places. Yes. You know, than, than what they were being held, held in, captive you know? in. So he's keeping them around, and he's, he's like, knocking them out for surgery, because he's a doctor. Yeah. And he, yeah. he uh, you know. He's procuring parts from them. Procuring yeah. parts and keeping them alive and fresh. And um, right. he said right. stress, one part of it, he said, uh, fear and stress <laughs> mess with the meat. So, um, okay, right. I'll work on that. <laughs> try to stay calm. Yeah, try to stay calm yeah. while you're chained to, to the wall. <laughs> and I'm cutting body parts off. So, again, that, that, this is a part of the movie that's which you know, I feel that is pretty believable because, I'm you know, I wouldn't be shocked in the dark recesses of this world. Right. That this actually goes on. You know, right. There's a uh, subsect of individuals that do this kind of thing. Right. It wouldn't shock me whatsoever. No, um, because they seem to, to go after people who don't have family that would look for them. Like right. runaways or homeless people or, right. you know, stuff like right. that. And again, in the course of their, of their first date, Steve was kind of, you know, gauging that whole. Uh, yes. Yes. Backstory. Asking know, when, about her family, about her mom and dad, and stuff like that. Right. And again, she didn't really have none uh, to speak of. Mm-mm, she uh, pretty oh, much just has Molly. Yeah, just Molly. Yeah. And again, Molly is somebody who I really liked as a character. Definitely a really good friend. Yes. You know, Everybody uh, needs a friend she, like her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when things kind of went south, Molly was there. Doing some kinda, sleuthing. You know, did some sleuthing and pieced it together. Yes. You know? Out of the group, out of our group, Mo- or, uh, out of our group, Tanya, who would be the Molly? Did you start to call me Molly? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, it's well past midnight. I get tongue-tied. I know. You know? <laughs> um, out of our group, who would be what? Who, who would be who Molly? Who would be the Molly? Who would be the one that's the, that if we were in trouble, if we were captive in Rick's basement, who would, who would come save us? Well, well, Laura would be the best at sleuthing, yeah. I think, because she she's one of those people that can find stuff on Facebook right. and stuff like that. Uh, so she would probably come looking for us, I would say. Yeah. Uh, 
But who, Walter, is the person who's answered the telephone in the middle of the night twice for Ta- you? <laughs> yeah, you, Tanya. But again, if, if, you know, if it's you, me, and Trina... If we're know, together. We're yeah, gonna, if yeah. it's you, me, and Trina stuck in, in Rick's basement, I mean, you know, we're, we're throwing a Hail Mary up <laughs> for Laura. Yeah, you know? so Laura will have to come get us. <laughs> right. But I, 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 I'm afeard of what Rick is doing with us in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so get back to the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, kind of an interesting thing I, I kind of thought of when Steve was given his backstory, he said it was from Texas. And yes. knowing that he's from Texas, knowing that he has a an interesting palate for human flesh. I, I was kind of putting two and two together. A questionable flesh. Yeah, you know, and seeing <laughs> that he has a work he has like a working knowledge of a chainsaw, you see in yes. one part of the movie. Yes. Loses his way around the kitchen, makes excellent meals. Yes. I kind of thought, I was like, man, is this guy related to uh, Leatherface? Okay, like, he could be. You know, I mean. He could be a fancy cousin, he, a city cousin. All right. He, you know, he's like, you know what? <laughs> We're going to go away from the uh, barbecue gas station scene and do $30,000 plate meals, you know? Right. Of, of <laughs> girls. Because girls taste better, he said. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. Which I could see that. Right. Um <laughs> And again, you know, and Steve's kind of, you know, he's very likable. He's not, you know, he's not like he's wearing like uh, body parts or whatever. He's just his mom's face. Yeah, or he's, just, he's, he's providing a service. And yeah, unfortunately, it's, he is. Know, he yeah. he's an entrepreneur. He is. Yeah, and that was like my favorite part too of the movie was seeing him packaging, you know, <laughs> the go, box, going to the freezer, pulling out uh, a leg, and uh, a, leg. a leg. You know, going through the whole process. There's even a a nod to. Uh, the movie Risky, Risky Business, Business. Yeah, I'm sliding across the floor. <laughs> I loved that song that was playing too. But I loved all the music in that movie. It, it has a good soundtrack. It had a very good soundtrack. Yes. Yeah, it did. So. It was. This was not a crap movie. Like no Chainsaw Massacre. No, it was definitely a better movie. <laughs> it, it, it had what an eighty some score. Eighty one on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah. Getting quality. This isn't you know. Th- a twenty or thirty percent one that I have to suffer through for the pod. Right. And this was a little more right. enjoyable. I actually told people about this movie. In fact, I want to give a shout out real quick. My friend Jess told me about the movie. She said, "You know, I think you'll like this." Thank you, Jess. Yes, thank you, Jess. <laughs> so I liked it. Told you. I think this is what we're doing for, uh, yeah. for this month. So, so here we are. I'm gonna let my my friend Jesse and Megan know about it because that'd be a movie I think they'd like too. Yeah, and, and I may watch it with them and and give them tips. Like, listen. Yeah. Don't yeah. go any, yeah. You meet somebody, don't go right away on, on a weekend getaway. You yeah. Know, you want, oh, you, you want phone uh, numbers and addresses and everything. My friend Megan would be the Molly and all the people I know. Because she would have kicked my ass if I told her I was leaving for the weekend with some guy I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of, um, I thought what was funny too was the red flag of him not having a sort of social media. Social media. Which yeah. to me, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just had Facebook. I never really got into anything else until starting this. I think maybe young you guys, people. So. Well, I think maybe young people and younger than Sebastian Stan. I'm talking like yeah. young people. I think that would be a red flag. Probably not to the age of the people in this movie because they look like they're late 20s maybe. Right. Early thirties. Sebastian Stan looks like he's in his early thirties, right. but more like twenty-year-olds, I think, would think it was weird not to have social media. Right. Your age, my age, uh, which I'm quite a bit older than you, but yeah, a lot of people don't have it, so it's not really a red flag to people our ages. But I guess it would be to somebody who's twenty. Right. I mean, I don't think I would necessarily find it weird. It would just be. No. I mean, again, you know, most people nowadays are trying to get, trying to get away from it anyway. Right. Because exactly. how toxic it is, you know, for the most part. Right. I don't really want to go too much into spoiling the rest of the movie. Right. Because it's a good movie. Yeah, a Y'all good, have to watch movie. it. We're not going to Fan- spoil it. Fantastic. There's a lot of twists. Again, Tanya, what would you rate the movie? Uh. What did we decide on? I forget already. Was it? It was. <laughs> was it livers? No, it wasn't. It wasn't livers. <laughs> it was body parts because he didn't necessarily. Body parts. He didn't necessarily. Yeah, because they didn't have livers. Yeah, yeah. No. How many boobs? No, I don't know. Because uh, <laughs> you're gonna do two. That's true. Um, actually, uh, one out of five body parts. I would give it a. I would give it a four or five, a four and a half. I, I'm up. I really liked I'm it. I'm up there too. I'm at a four. And, but you know, yeah. you can talk me into going to that, that half a point. No, I thought it was so four and a half. Great. I don't really us. know about yeah. the, you know, the rewatchability of it. 
You know, it's not something that I would keep yeah. watching over and over again. No, um, no, no, but, no. And there is movies like that that I would. Right. But no, maybe watch it again. Like I'm going to watch it with my friends. Right. But right. yeah, not something I would watch again. And right. Again. This is not something I would just put on just for background noise. Right. Or whatever. You know, oh man, you no. know what? I'm I'm really in the mood for fresh. But, uh, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I really liked his kitchen. Oh, the kitchen! I mean, he, right, he had a kick-ass kitchen. <laughs> I mean, you know, one of those boxes, Tanya was three hundred or, or thirty thousand dollars. So I mean, you can pretty yeah, you, know, you can go all out. So not only was he a doctor, I don't think he was probably a practicing doctor, but uh, <laughs> <You> think. <laughs> but how many boxes was that he was filling? At least ten. It was a lot. His freezer was packed too. I mean, he had all sorts of. Yeah, he did. Every yes, and he had one of those things that we have that my boyfriend uses. Oh, the the, uh, the uh, thing the vacuum, that sucks yeah, the, the vacuum air sealer. Out. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he was vacuum sealing it. <laughs> gotta keep it fresh. Gotta keep it. Gotta <laughs> keep it fresh. I mean, and every month you're getting a new piece of meat. You know how great is that? Right. It's like Omaha. Yeah. It's like you know it's Omaha. Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks for cannibals. <laughs> Oh my god! It's delivered to your door. It's fantastic. Yes, you know? there you and go. You don't have to go out for no. it. No, don't have to get your hands dirty. And it comes with a photo of who you're eating. It's Doctor Steve. Doctor, yes, yeah. Doctor Steve's cuts. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so you get a photo of the person who you're, you know, you're eating. Yes. Uh, some some underwear. Yeah. Some mementos glasses. and stuff from from them. You know. Um, yeah. It goes all out. And I love the and I love the uh, the insignia too. You know, the uh, goat with the third eye in his forehead. <laughs> very occult you know very esoteric yeah you know? it is very I'm, yeah it's a, you know it's a taboo thing yeah i don't know if that was again know. tanya i've eaten some pretty strange stuff ever ever my life i don't know yeah I, well i'm vegetarian it did, so I, I will say this though <laughs> the meals that he was making i was like man that looks really good <laughs> i mean yeah i i enjoy eating bugs and I always like because people, yeah, make, we talked about people that. make faces of it about it. I have not and, eaten any bugs, it, but it's also the same people that will go out and eat truck stop uh, sushi. So barbecue. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying that no, sushi at a truck we stop. Do not get sushi at a truck no, stop. <laughs> no, but but they're looking at me like I got three heads because you know, like ah, oh, right, know. exactly, because you're eating some mealworms. I mean mealworms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating cicada tacos and uh, and, and, and they're you know. And they're looking down at me. I guess I'd sooner eat, well, here shows I'm a psycho, everybody. I would sooner eat a person than a pig, so there you go. <laughs> Animals are innocent. People are not. Listen, Tanya, I'm not going to, listen, I'll be completely, completely frank with you. Listen, I mean, you know I live in New Jersey. Most, pe yes. most people are not, you know, I live in New Jersey. You know about the mob here. Yes. And me and my wife, we do frequent, you know, butchers. So who knows if, you know, the the pork <laughs> roll that I get every once in a while is actually pork or if it's, you know, Vinny the Mouth. You know what I'm saying? Wise guy that accidentally, you know, did something wrong and now he's right, exactly. up, in so the, you up in the pork roll. Vinny's butt cheeks. Yeah, or yeah. And, you know. <laughs> Who knows? I, trust me, it probably wouldn't be the first time that's happened. With you or in general? <laughs> in, in general, Tanya. Yes. <laughs> in right, general. exactly. Um, yes. All right. Yeah, you never know. I mean, no, if you no. go somewhere else and no. get food cooked, you don't know what the... Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you always hear, um, you hear the horror stories about a rat falling into the deep fryer at you know, right. restaurants and stuff, so I mean... But that's another reason not to eat meat. There you go. They can't disguise a broccoli as something else. <laughs> no. You have us there, Tanya. <laughs> I will not be victim that's to that. Point for uh, vegetarians right there. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not eating a person. Uh, goodness gracious. Okay. So I think we could wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Here, right? Oh, you did say it was like it reminded you. Oh, of oh yeah. Uh, person uh, in a Thank movie. you. Yeah. To me, uh, uh, Sebastian Stan's character totally reminded me of Hannibal, and not uh, Anthony Hopkins's Hannibal. The uh, Mads, right. The Mads. Uh, Michelson uh, Mads from My, My Mickelson. Mickelson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah him uh, in the from TV, TV series. series. Yeah. Definitely smart, sophisticated. Both doctors, charming. You know, they're right. the way around the kitchen. The only thing he had on Hannibal was Hannibal was collecting it for his own personal, you know, inventory. Where, right? Where, where Steve, Doctor Sebastian Stan was an entrepreneur. Doctor Steve was running like a, you know, a Hello, Hello Fresh, Fresh like store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I, I wonder if they were trying to do that. 
Oh, trying to kind of make it like. Well, no, I mean, you know, it's kind of it's kind of the thing now. I mean, I don't know how many times because yeah. again, my wife that's Hello Fresh. She does all the all the other different. Yeah, ones. I've done a lot of those. There's always like a yeah. random box of stuff sitting on my porch yeah. when I come home from work, and it usually sits in my fridge till it rots and I throw it away, so I don't do that no more. <laughs> I mean, again, it's kind of again they're easy. All the ingredients are there. You know, yeah, it takes like 20 minutes to cook something up, and because so now they need to pay us for this commercial. Yeah, yeah. We, we need a we need a sponsor. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean the boys are. It's I mean the boys are constantly you know, they're doing baseball games, baseball practice, so we're constantly in and out of the house. Yeah, I mean Libby's got Libby's got dance class, so it's just like it's just easier just to do. There's that. not sunglasses and underwear in those boxes, though. Walter. No, no, God. You don't have sunglasses of the person you're no making steaks. No, I, yeah. <laughs> Poor Betsy the cow. Oh, God, I know. Betsy. <laughs> poor Betsy. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll pour some beer out for her, I guess. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so I guess, yeah, that's uh, that's the movie. That, Go watch it. Seriously. Yeah, seriously, yeah. It's absolutely. good. This isn't, yeah, yeah. this isn't a crap movie. This, no. no. Uh, well, I should introduce a little segment, which I'm going to call the cutting floor, which, you know, the... <laughs> Because I watched several of these movies, and then I let you know, and I tell Tanya Yerne, and yes. one of them is also on Hulu. He has to vet them for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm sensitive. I'm a what, I, what does Rick call me? A, a, de- a delicate, a delicate mess. mess. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I, I kind of know what sets her off. So I watch these movies, take notes, and then you know, I we have these pre meetings, and then um, yes. yeah, and then I'll go from there. So so one of the movies that didn't make the cut was the resort just a terrible movie yes you i you can that. literally just fast forward to the last 20 minutes of the movie and you can just get from there because <laughs> so we won't be reviewing that one or we'll be ruining it we'll be reviewing it so we can ruin it or is it even worth that <laughs> i mean we're just gonna be talking about again it's just a group of friends legend trip uh tripping and uh it's just kind of a whole lot of nothing until the last 20 minutes of the movie so there you go that's it so not don't watch that one <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you can just skip that one entirely <laughs> yes we are what are we doing next though that is good well again this was another uh this is what a listener inspired right so uh yes someone, um, i can't remember who it was right someone mentioned we thing, and we'll I'll, go I'll back and we'll figure out that way we can um give a shout out to uh to them yeah. when we do it but we're gonna do uh not the entire movie of 13 ghosts but we're gonna do the ghost we're gonna do the ghosts yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna rate the ghosts we're gonna rank them in like you know hell knows yeah from yeah. the least hell no to the you know hell no yeah hell no i don't want you in my house you know <laughs> which i mean you know it's a rogues gallery so it's kind of yes. like i don't know who the hell i want to sh- share space with <laughs> what's it called the black the black zodiac is what they call it. I love it. I, again, I just want I one of these movies. It's one of my favorite ghost And I, we were talking before, like that scene in the bathroom where she can't see that ghost, but the ghost is like, you know, pretty much like on top mm-hmm. of her. On and top, yeah. Like, and as someone who... That freaks me out in real life. It does. Because again, I mean, I live in a haunted house. Right. That kind of, like, crossed my mind a few times. And somebody passed in my house, so it's like, uh... Right. I mean, I could be, you know, talking to you right now and there could be someone like, you know... There could be somebody like, standing right behind <laughs> right you. Right behind me, making yeah. faces. You have all those animals, so you can uh, say that that's what's making that noise. That's why I have mine. So if I hear something, it's a yeah. Kid. It kind of lulls into a false a ghost, sense of security. It's my dog, you know, <laughs> and that's why we got the hamsters for the kids upstairs because you know they were hearing different things going on up there. And it's mm-hmm. like you know what? We'll get you guys hamsters. You hear the and it's the hamsters. Yeah, they're spinning their wheels. <laughs> You're not actually hearing, you know footsteps going up and down the hall right exactly <laughs> it's, it's the hamsters with great big clown shoes I don't, on. I don't really know what that says about me as a parent hey that's very inventive i think so you're keeping them away from you're keeping them from being scared right and it's not like until they're old enough to understand well, again i mean they all have had experiences so i mean they are, and they know what you know what's going on so you know they're just kind of uh, yeah they're just kind of used to it by now but again it's nothing like it's nothing scary you know what I'm saying? It's not like, yeah. uh, and my heart goes out to some of these families and stuff have a lot more, you know, a lot more terrifying. Oh, yeah. You know, like exper- the Sally Yeah, Houses. experiences. You know, I was telling you about the uh, the family where my sister lives that they had to run out of their house. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the night because yeah. of stuff that was going on. So, and I didn't, and I have, she hasn't gotten back to me yet. So I haven't found if I'm going to be, you know, checking that out or not for an investigation. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think so too. That's what I was telling you about the, uh, when the medium was there, apparently the one ghost that's at the house, the, uh, dismembered mobster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, that's kind of a, 
Yeah, that's kind of a weird one, but um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. you know, if that's just a made up story, that's pretty. That's a pretty ingenious one. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah, but we're going to be doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thirteen and ghosts. Back to, the back woods to yeah, back to thirteen ghosts and cabin. cabin woods. I think we'll do another just a rundown of the different things that of the things that are written yeah. on that board. <laughs> <laughs> the monsters that they really so yeah we'll be doing that too. i mean we survived 2020 <laughs> i mean i think we can handle some of the stuff on that board yeah i think so too yeah <laughs> piece of cake yes yeah all right well folks this has been creeps creeps at the movies, at the movies. Taya, as always a pleasure and uh, yes likewise I'll, t- I'll talk to you later okay bye guys <laughs> bye. Hey, my spooky little creepadoodles. Welcome to my very first episode of Witch Bitch Ways, a tutorial-style segment about anything and everything esoteric. Tonight, I have my friend and co-host with me, the beautiful Laura. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? So, for millennia, witch jars have been used by wise women and men. It's not gender-specific, of course. As a way to lay a charm, cast a spell. They're very, very simple, but they are so effective in their simplicity. Tonight, I am going to show Miss Laura how to make one. I am so excited for this. Okay, so what jars are we going to make tonight? So tonight we're making a simple salt and sage is what I call it. I As I listed ingredients before, tonight I'm using a little bit different, but I'm going to explain my ingredients as we go. Salt is for, I hate to use the word millennia again, but thousands and thousands of years used as a ward, a deterrent, a protection. It's from the very earth itself. And our ancestors knew that the earth protected us. Sage, again, has been used by multiple civilizations and peoples as a smudge, a ward, a cleansing, Mm -hmm. to a purification, protection, same thing. So mixing those two things into this jar, you're basically carrying a, a, a little bit of that protection and spiritual cleansing with you everywhere you go. I like to hook them to keychains, or as I'm doing, I'm turning mine into a witch letter, which is a little bit different. But you can do anything with them. Make them into a keychain, a necklace, a rear view, something to hang off your rear view mirror or bag. They can even be tucked into a pocket of your bag. Um, or your purse. Or your purse, yes. I buy these little cork stopper jars right at Dollar General. Now, I'm here to tell you, or Dollar Tree, I'm here to tell you, dollar stores are witch heaven. I get so many of my supplies there. You can ask Miss Laura. I sent her a picture of a big-ass bag of pink Himalayan salt today Mm -hmm. that I scored there. So, we're basically making this little jar, and we have all these ingredients separated, right? Like I can't because I went into my kitchen to get these ingredients and I was going to mix them all together, but you told me not to. I did because a big part of this is your intent and your focus. Now, as you're putting these ingredients in the jar, you're going to focus on what these ingredients mean to you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter the official meaning. You can look up on Google all day long the mystical meanings of everything from a piece of cat poop to a feather from the sky. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it boils down to what it means to you because Mm -hmm. this is your spell to protect your soul or how whatever you feel your inner energy is. I'm not even Mm -hmm. hitting on any religion. And that's another thing I'd like to like to touch on real fast. I am a witch, not a Wiccan. Wicca is a religion. Witchcraft is a practice. Okay. So I did want to clarify that because a lot of people do get it confused. All right. Now, first, we are going to light our white candles. As we light this candle, Laura, we are going to close our eyes and we're going to imagine the light that fills the room is full of love, joy, peace, inner calm. Think of what it feels like when you're laying on the beach 
and you with no kids, your, right? It, with no kids, no just kids, me. no husband, just you on that beach. The I don't waves think that's crashing. ever happened, but okay. Okay, but imagine what you think it would feel like. Then <laughs> wouldn't it be heaven? It would. Just to look up at the sky, and all you're hearing are those waves crashing. All you're feeling is that joy that the sun the brings warmth. you. Yeah, the warmth on your skin, the salt in the air, the waves on the beach, all of it. It's a feeling of utter relaxation and peace. That's what's filling your room as you light this candle. I use white to symbolize that. White is traditionally always for purity and protection. I have many, many colored candles like my thread. It's kind of a problem. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to fill our jar. Now, I have a little piece of cardboard here to help because, A, this jar is way too little for any sort of funnel, and, B, I try to use as natural of a product as I can. Like, even the covering on my table is raw silk. That's what I do all of my readings on. Yeah, because um, this bottle's like one and a half inches tall. Right. It's, like they're it's very, tiny. very tiny. It's a lot easier to use a little piece of paper to just kind of guide in your mm-hmm. product. I'd like to start with salt. Today, I am using myself. I'm going to start with the Himalayan pink salt, which that's what is I have. one. That's one of the strongest protection salts besides a black witch salt out there. It's been in the earth for 250 million years. It holds all the properties that our earth holds. So, I mean, it's so strong for that. And it doesn't have to be a lot. I like to fill just, a, you know, a little bit on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Super glad I kicked my cat out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like to have her around when I'm doing these. Now, as you're putting the salt in and you feel it between your fingers, think about the earth and the soil and how it feels and how it draws you in and there's a connection. The salt is connecting you to your ancestors. They walked on this earth. They breathed the same air. They stuck their fingers in the same soil. Okay. Getting a little messy here. Yeah, it does. (laughs) That's part of the fun. That's also why I put a covering down over my table. Right. <laughs> it's a lot easier for cleanup. And I'm going to put a little bit more in here. I'm also adding, because I'm doing protection ones, and because we've talked about going on um, ghost hunts and whatnot, these mm-hmm. are, I'm making these for all of us, for our whole team. Okay. So um, these ones are going to be, these jars are a little bit different. I'm also adding black salt that I made myself. By using a kosher salt, which in Jewish and Hebrew t- tradition is used to extract the badness, I, I, I'm losing my words here, from the meat. So you can, magic-wise, it draws the negativity out. So it's the better, you can make your own mm-hmm. by using the kosher salt and saving your ashes from your incense and mixing it together. You can do a whole thing does it you have to be a certain it. incense? Dragon's blood is the best for protection. But you can go and do your research or look at the little things mm-hmm. on them, because most of them describe what the different ones are for, and mix it in with whatever, and then it, your salt is going to have that property. Okay. So say you want some lucky salt. Go and get yourself some lucky incense. Mm-hmm. Cone is the best, and it's best to burn the cone on top of the salt. Some people do it separate. I don't like to do that. I like to do it in a little tin container. Again, I buy them for it. These little silver tin containers four at a time at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Love that place. They're getting a free plug from me tonight. Yeah, really. Although it's a dollar twenty-five now. I know, and that pisses me off because, <laughs> like, now it's a lie. It's like Five Guys Burger. When I walk in there and there's like four people behind the counter, I'm immediately <laughs> outraged. Same thing. Same principle. <laughs> So I do like to do it that way, though. I put it in these little silver containers. I know the people listening can't see, but they're just little round silver containers. I put a layer of kosher salt. And you know what's really funny is those um, boxes of big soft pretzels that Mm -hmm. you buy. The salt that they include is kosher. I will save those. I have have like five bags of that stuff. That's so funny. I was going to ask you because I saw I had a little white package that said pretzel salt and I was like I wonder if I can use this <laughs> it, you can and it's it's usually typically kosher salt because it's the big coarse salt mm-hmm. and 
the it's almost the perfect size for black salt it mixes just perfect with one cone that packet so that's a little witch hack tip that <laughs> trina came up with herself one pretzel packet of salt and one cone of incense and you got yourself some nice. black salt i love how you can get all this from your kitchen yes and you know okay so Again, that's my age. I was self-taught. I lived in a very, very rural area. And funny enough, I'm like Rick. I'm a show-me kind of girl. So all of this, I've tried. And if I didn't see results, I never did it again. Mm -hmm. Why would I? That makes no sense. Um, I never said, oh, I must have did something wrong. I just said, no, I believe in myself. And belief is is key to all of this. So as you can see, I have a little black and a little pink in there. Mm -hmm. So next... We're going to add our herbs. Now, salt and sage, that's the really the simplest one. A little salt, a little sage. And as you're putting the sage in, you're going to think, feel it between your think, fingers and think of your connections to the trees and how cleansing the air is and how they provide the oxygen that you breathe and how they help protect you in that way. I, myself, am using a little Solomon seal, which is also for purification, mm-hmm. luck, protection it can be a little aphrodisiac but i'm not going there with it tonight so (laughs) i was gonna say i have rosemary okay okay and rosemary is really great for self-love purification luck prosperity think for springtime think abundance Mm -hmm. as you're adding that now i'm also adding a little white pine bark to mine and this is really an extreme protective one and also really luck i'm going so where did you get that? Now, see, my the Solomon Seal and the White Pine Bark I bought at a metaphysical shop okay. here in town called Mystic Goddess. You can find it online. Yeah. And it was really hard for me back to that when I was young and figuring all of this out. So you had to find different things in your kitchen that would represent the same things. Right. I started I started saving dandelion petals and Oh, I have a dandelion. And the fluffy the fluffy parts, I would save them. I press them between books and the stuffing those little fluffy things into these jars are hard, but they make a really great wish jar. Yeah. If you're wishing for something, it, they're just really great. You save those little things. I buy a lot of natural stone beads. Now, when my bracelet breaks, of course, I save the beads. Mm-hmm. They go either into jars or like the beads I have here. I have jade for prosperity and luck and rose quartz for self-love because mm-hmm. I have a problem with that sometimes. I Me have too. real low self-esteem sometimes and I need to work on that. Now, see, in our jars that I'm making, so this is my first one for us and this is mine, I'm also adding a piece of turquoise that was a family stone. My great-grandfather tumble, found and tumbled all these tiny little um, turquoise chips. So I have a little baggie of those, and each of us are getting one. That will ground us to the earth. It grounds us to our ancestors and protection. Again, it's all about for this. The mm-hmm. ones I'm making are all about protection. Okay. Especially if we think we might be going somewhere that right. might have a little spookadoodle thing that yeah. wants to hitch a ride, you know? Okay. But again, you can use anything. You can put, as we discussed, your some sequins, mm-hmm. some glitter. Now, as you're putting your sequins in, each sequin is going to represent a memory. Pick a memory of your children or something one time in your life where you felt so happy that you thought your heart would break. Okay. We've all had those moments. Mm-hmm. With each sequin, I want you to think of one of those moments as you put it in. And there's no rhyme or reason on which ingredients go first, or is there? I like to use the salt as the base, okay. just because salt of the earth, you start at the ground, the earth is the ground. You know, for me, in my head, it makes sense. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's probably, like, flipping their wigs and, <laughs> no, 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 right that's now. not how you do it. It is about the ritual, because the ritual focuses your brain. So that way you're thinking Mm -hmm. about that and you're feeling it and you're putting those emotions into this jar. These things pick up our vibrations. It picks up your emotions. It's just like when something really tragic happens and it soaks into the ground. We're doing the opposite Mm -hmm. of that. We're soaking these objects with love instead. Okay. Yes. I'm putting in my sequins. Yes, I have my yellow dandelion that my kids picked for me today. So I'm like, oh, that's perfect. 
that's actually even more perfect than you know because a gift given by a child is one of the most powerful objects to represent love that there is and being that it's a dandelion makes it even better i love that that's perfect yay and that is how the universe works <laughs> so i also have some cinnamon and i looked that up that's um it can be for money and health and happiness and love and protection. That's good. I like that. I like that. What are you planning on doing with yours? Are you making it into a keychain? Are you? I might. Have you thought about that part yet? I think I might leave it in my purse or keep it in like my jacket pocket. Oh, there you go. It's good to have them on you at all times, especially if you're going with personal protection, and that's why I like the keychain idea. Now, mine, because I'm turning mine into a witch's ladder to replace the one I had in Chad to go in Dirty Birdie, my new car, so... Can you explain what a witch's ladder is? A witch's ladder is basically a string full of knots and different objects that mean different things. Like, I'll be using some jade beads and some rose quartz beads for love, prosperity, self-love with each knot. And we're going to do just a little bit of knotting when we're finished here in just a second. Each knot means something. Each knot is a charm as I make it. It's almost like my crocheting. As I sit, because I'll take, with the witch ladder will take me a minute. As I make the knots, and I'll make fancy ones. I like to look up new ones and make them fancy. But my favorite is the figure eight because it looks like the eternity symbol. Oh, that's cool. And, right. So I use a lot of figure eight knots. Um, And as I make each one, each knot will represent a different wish, a different meaning, a different protection. Okay. A different memory. I like to use memories because memories evoke emotion and the emotion is what is going to protect you the emotion is what shines is what it's energy Mm -hmm. it's just a different form this is actually a lot of fun i knew you would enjoy it i'm very crafty and i love this right and you know honestly every witch i know crafts Mm -hmm. in some way shape or form because it's a part of it making stuff with your hands you're putting your love and your energy into that object People are going to feel that when they pick it up. Mm-hmm. I, I That's one of my things is I can feel telemetry, I guess it's called. I can feel different vibrations when I pick up different things. I can't wear a wristwatch, even the wind-up ones die within friggin' weeks and just won't work. But I can feel different buzzes, different... Okay. If something's negative, I can feel it. It feels like it's burning my fingers. My cards, when I shuffle them, I can tell when they're ready to go because they get iced cold. And I thought it was just me, so I've had other people over the years touch them and know they do get ice cold once I shuffle them. And I say that's how I know they're charged. Wow. I've been doing this a long time, though, and I think my focus is probably a lot better than it was, say, when I was in my 20s, figuring all of this out in my kitchen in northern Michigan and in my garden. And and that's why I call myself an urban witch. I mean, the whole, like, even sigils, the whole thing is to make them, destroy them, you don't think about them again. I love putting them on food because you eat them and you never think about it again. Right. And then you just expect that it's it's there. You uh, That's part of it. It's manifesting. It's putting your intent into the universe, you mm-hmm. know. Whether they work or not, I just really enjoy drawing random shit on my Pop-Tarts, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be a, another episode, is the situation. Yeah, absolutely, because we have so many different subjects, and I know I squirrel around a lot, but everything kind of just leads into everything. All right, so do we have our jar filled? Yes. And do we have our cork back in? Yes. All right, so now... We're going to take our white candle, Mm -hmm. and this is going to be messy, so I would do it over a piece of paper, which I do not have ready. I found cute little heart ones, again, at the Dollar Dollar 25 tree. (laughs) (laughs) They have a cute little teacher section in there, you know? Yeah, they do. All right, so what are we doing with this candle? So we're taking the white candle, Mm -hmm. and we're going to drip the top of the wax over the cork and the stopper to seal it in there. You're sealing all of your love and intent into this jar. All of your protection. All of your love. All of a mother's love. You're a mama bear when it comes to your kids. You'd kill for your children. That's mm-hmm. what's going into this jar. Those are the emotions you want. The ones that spark that mm in your heart. That's what impresses into the objects. Alright, so don't blow your candle out though because we're going to need it again. Okay. So now you're going to take your string or your yarn. I'm using 
a natural twine. Again, that's because I'm making a witch ladder, which is my protection spell dealio thing that's going on my rear view. You're going to double it and go about, I don't have my ruler handy. I like to go because I'm knotting and I'm because I'm adding it. It doesn't have to be that long. We're just going to add three knots. Make, just make sure you double it. Now you can choose a color yarn based on there's different um color grids out there i know i've posted them before like blue is for calm purple is for wisdom pink for love red to attract uh, just attract whether it's money gray. love <laughs> what does gray mean <laughs> <laughs> should i not grab gray i think i have white stripes. i mean no I, it's White would be better. I mean, and that's the thing about this stuff. Everything means something. Everything symbolizes something. You know, that's the, that's part of it. All right, so I have my white string. All right, so do you have two pieces? Did you double and cut so you have two pieces? Yes. Okay, so now you're going to take that candle again, and this time you're going to turn your jar sideways and get the wax in the lip under, you know, around the edge, and then you're going to wrap your both your strings around. I always go twice. Both strings, you said? Yep. And then where it's doubled on the back, drip a little bit more of the white wax to help seal it in. Try not to set your rope on fire like I just did. <laughs> Am I knotting it or not yet? Once, yep. Once you seal that, the one side in on the opposite side, you're going to tie it. And with your first knot, you're going to, in your, I like, I have a little chant that I use, a knot of three binds thee to me. That way it's tying the jar to me for my protection. I chant that in my head. I don't believe in the out, out, the out loud chanting. Mm -hmm. Just be, I mean, I do if that's what your thing to help you focus. But for me, it's better to just think it. And then I tie it three times to make it a knot of three binds thee to me. I have wax all over my fingers. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good times. It's like being a kid playing with slime. Yeah. Okay. Three knots. And there you go. You made your first witch jar. That's it? That's it, baby. I love it. It is so cute. Now, when you want to recharge it, you can put it out in the full moon, hold it in your hand for a minute, and think about all of the things that make you feel happy and loved and protected. And just let it sit in the light of the moon for about 10, 15 minutes. The, the timing doesn't crystals. matter. Yeah, absolutely. Char you can recharge it like you can a crystal. It's all about what you're focusing on when you're holding it. That's the intent, it's gonna soak up. So like mine has a long tail on it because I'm gonna continue knotting and add beads and feathers and whatnot. Okay, now, but I you can always can cut also... mine or I can add charms, right. right? Or beads like you were saying? Exactly, that's why I leave the tail. So like, I know you brought a, a red feather. Yes. And you can tie that in with your yarn or you can stick it up in the lip and put a little bit more wax on it. And that's like the red feather signifies what? I know you looked up that. Spiritual growth. There we go. So you can put that in there. Like I would tie it in the, put it in the knot, almost the, th the knot of three. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's what I would do with it. And then you can do whatever you want with it. This is just the basic start of it. So there you go. Thank you so much for teaching me how to make my very first witch jar. You are very welcome. I, you know, I just, it's, it's, it's weird for me. Like I, I've always shared my knowledge with my children, but because I've been so urban and, you know, so solitary, but yet yeah, I consider myself like an urban witch because I don't, well, I did all the reading and this and that, and I know the rituals and this and that. I'm not ritualistic. Mm -hmm. I don't look at it as a religion. It's a tool for me. So there's that too. I have a little bit different of an outlook on it than some people, I think. Yeah. And we will post pictures of these, right? We are. We're, we're going to take pictures and you should get a picture probably of both of us holding it here up on our screens too. I'm going to blow out my candle so I don't oh, yeah. burn down my office. Do I need to say anything when I blow it oh, out? Oh, for the candle? Nah, I just <laughs> blow it out and kind of blah. You know, once I'm done, I'm done. Uh -huh. Again, unless I'm doing a real high working, I don't open circles, closed circles. My space when I come in here, I don't smudge because of the smoke in my lungs, but I do have a homemade essential oil spray by Mystic Antidotes mm -hmm. made of lavender and sage. It's supposed to spray on your pillows. I spray my room with it in place of the smudge for okay. cleansing and whatnot before I start. 
You always want clean energy, a clean space. I was going to say, yeah, I burned but, some some sage before I did yep. this. Yep, you always want to start with a clean, because you don't want, negativity stays in the air. Again, I believe in energy. I believe that you can send your energy. I believe you can, as I we just did, I believe you can trap that energy and use it. That's all that it is. You want to get rid of the negative stuff before you start because clearly you don't want to trap that in there. And again, right. that's that's a part of the focus on the ingredients too. So that way that's all you're thinking about. You're not thinking about the bitch who cut you off in traffic an hour earlier. You're not thinking about, oh my God, what am I going to make for dinner tomorrow? I don't hate being an adult. Just you're, all the good you're stuff. Thinking of, exactly. You're just thinking about the good stuff. Alrighty. So I would like to say I do have several posts out there about readings. If anyone would like a general three to see, please sign up. I'm willing. I, I do them in batches. I do send you the notes and the pictures, but honestly, and as Laura knows personally, my first impressions are in the recording and that's what you want to hear. Yes. You know, my notes are so scattered. You look at them and you're like, what the heck? And heck is she a serial killer? <laughs> you know, but when you listen to the recordings, it's a lot different. <laughs> so. Don't let her fool you. Fool you, you guys. No, just kidding. <laughs> listen, shh. <laughs> all right well you can find us on the socials we're on facebook the most and we're on instagram and tiktok and twitter again we're looking for listener stories so hit us up on our gmail account that's spookscreepspod at gmail.com also again if you want a reading from trina go ahead and slide into her dms <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you again for um inviting me to do this i love no it. problem I, I look forward to doing more and if anybody out there has anything they would like to know want to hear again shoot us an email i'm willing to do tutorials on anything i know much about or know stuff about i there's i'm already looking at interviews with people with different specialties on things that i'm not familiar with that mm -hmm. i think is going to be real interesting so i'm looking forward to doing more of this segment in the future thank yeah, you everyone too. for listening i love every single one of you stay weird bye thanks laura Thanks for listening to our Monster Mashup. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. We also have merch on redbubble.com. See you later, creeps. Mm -hmm.